Caleb Jackson ain't here, so fire that mother up. All right. I've been waiting on this for a long time. Oh, crap. I put it in reverse, my bad. Well, hey, everybody. This isn't Jackson. Why ain't it? This is Caleb. I don't know. I guess he had to work or something. He Hopefully, had to he'll come a race in. car. I know. I, y'all got me excited. They said he was unloading a Legends car, and I thought they bought me a Legends car. Because I really want one. <laughs> oh, God. But anyway. i to get you in a race car somewhere. <laughs> well, hey. Well, we'll get in that later. But I did buy me an iRacing setup. So I'm excited no about that. Oh, Jackson God. got me into that. So How about that race last night Jackson ran? I was about to give him a shout out. He, Jackson he won Mark, him a race. He beat uh, some big time guys on that. Huge. Yeah. And by like, it was, that was like textbook too, man. It was four wide at the finish line. Mark and, House. And he just, he killed him, man. He, yep. uh, he got some attention out of that one. That was awesome. That was a heck of a win for him, I know. And I know that's a big deal, this iRacing stuff. So, But anyway, hey, y'all, welcome. Welcome to another episode yet of Bubba's Bout Broke. And we can't wait for Jackson to get here. Hopefully he gets here pretty soon. So once he gets out from working and unload these race cars and doing the things that race car people do, then hopefully he'll be here. But until then, we'll just have to make do without him. So thank y'all for being here. Melvin, what you got going on? as far as announcements go for what we got coming up. Well, we've got Ariel Aspen setting in in Jackson's spot oh, tonight. Oh, gosh, I forgot to even mention that. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> I said she's a lot prettier than Jackson is. Yeah, I know. She might get his job. <laughs> well, yeah. here we are, man. Open remarks again. It seems like it's been a month since we did our last show. Veterans Motorplex. Got to get them banquet tickets, everybody. It's coming up. Uh, when is that? March fourth. March fourth, Saturday night, man. Going to be at Calvary Baptist Church, I believe, in Greenbrier in the gym. So. Yep, yep. So that's pretty awesome. Duck River Raceway Park Winterfest coming we'll be up there, and that's going to be awesome stuff. I talked with Mister Booth today, and he's got some tickets and some pit passes. He's going to send to Bubba's about broke, so we can give them out. On the show, do a little sweepstakes or giveaway like we do the the Brickyard, which reminds me, the Brickyard, we got to oh, do you're our doing a giveaway tonight. We got to yeah. do our giveaway tonight. Yeah. So you'll have to do that here in a minute for yeah, the end we'll of the show. That. We'll announce the winner on that. We had a lot of people jump on that. Well, hey, let's make sure people know too. So we've got a. You talked about Duck River Winterfest coming up. We're going to be there. So. Be sure to come and find us. We're going to have a camper set up somewhere close by where you'll see us and just look for the banners. We'll have our banners over everywhere down yeah, there. Yeah, so we want to meet as many people as we can. Please down there. stop by and say hi and grab you some stickers. Yeah, we're going to have stickers down there. Be awesome. Southern Dirt Motorsport Podcast. We were a guest on their show yesterday. We drove to Sparta, Tennessee, on the other side of Cookville. Mr. Steve Winstead, Randall Davis, and Gary Lawrence. Big shout out to them guys. They did awesome up there. We talked about some of the old tracks. We talked about Uncle Jerry, my uncle that used to drive dirt cars up at Hillham and uh, Glasgow and Buffalo Valley and all them places. So it's pretty cool to hear them stories. Uh, Dakota Emerson, he's a racer down in Huntsville. 
and he is starting an eye racing called Flying Rocket Sim Racing. So anybody wants to get a be a part of that, uh, get on your Sims racing or eye racing and figure out how to get on that. And I don't know nothing about it. So this Jackson's supposed to be doing this part, but he wasn't here. But big shout out to Dakota. Uh, he's going to be running Bubba's About Broke podcast on the hood of his late model down there at Huntsville Speedway this year. So we're excited about that. So, Ari, you got anything? Have you done birthdays? They got to do birthdays. That's the that's one of huge the most fun parts. <laughs> well, this is the birthday shout out, everybody. Chaz McGuire, that is my brother-in-law. His birthday is Tuesday, and his son Quinn is Wednesday, and he's turning eighteen years old. Ooh. Now you don't go to juvenile after that. You go to the big house. <laughs> oh boy! So and you better stay out of trouble. <laughs> so Quinn, don't get in trouble, son. But I will come bail you out. All right. I have one more. I don't know if she wanted me to say this, but uh, Nikki George from the Veterans Motorplex, it's her birthday today, and I feel like she should be celebrated. So happy Heck birthday, yeah. Nikki. We'll give her a... <laughs> They're going to be here after a while. Yeah. Caleb, sometime soon. tell us about what's going on in our social media real quick, and then we got two very special guests in here. Well, same as always. Let me tell you, y'all. Um, you go look at our Facebook page. I don't know who's coming up with the stuff. I'm assuming it's Melvin with is the mastermind, maybe. But we have had some awesome videos put up there. I mean, I'm surprised even. So <clears throat> it's a uh, pretty cool. We've had lots of likes and lots of shares. Um, just just on Spotify alone, you know, we've had over 1,500 plays, and, and Apple Podcast has surpassed that. We're well over 3,000 now. Dang. So, yeah. So that's, that's scary, is what it is. That's awesome, man. What are you talking about? But, uh, I was looking at Facebook the other day. I had a notification. Bubba's about broke, posted something, and I looked, and I'm like, what in the world? Why is there donkeys or whatever the heck that is walking around in a muddy field? <laughs> and then I see Ari come flying up on a mule or side-by-side. I'm like, what in the heck are we, we doing? Farm. And uh, oh, And, oh, that was a great, man. That was that video was great. Just everything y'all are doing that we're doing is awesome. It's so funny. I hope people enjoy it. Obviously, they do, or they wouldn't be sharing it so much, so... Just thank y'all for looking at that. Obviously, keep going looking at TikTok and Instagram and all that good stuff. So we appreciate everybody. We couldn't do this without them for sure. Awesome. Well, introduced our guest there, Caleb. Why do you want me to do it? I because you, you got that it. radio voice. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it comes without saying. So for those of you that were watching the uh, press conference, that was another video, by the way, the press conference. That was fun. Hilarious. Uh, who came up with that? Melvin. <laughs> <laughs> I spent all day trying to find out how to find them sounds and the camera clicking. I got all that off the internet. Oh my gosh. It's That's funny. so funny. So fun. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Anyway, <laughs> but tonight in the studio we have none other than Randy Hulsey and Corey Jones. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you meant to hit that button. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> It wasn't uh, funny. I'm glad to the, have y'all here. That's an honor to have y'all here. And just the stories I have heard so far, and we'll ask the question here in a little while, I'm sure. But uh, just the stories I've heard before, just, you know, we were chatting with them a little bit before the show tonight. We were laughing before this show even started. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Well, Corey, tell me about yourself, son. Tell me about y'all's history together, you and Randy. And y'all just take it from here. We want to hear y'all tell it all. 
Thank y'all for coming, by the way. Heck yeah. And to get him in here, it's awesome, man. Who, Corey? No, Randy. <laughs> I didn't think kidding. Randy would really come. I you... thought that would be the, no, nah, he won't do it, man. <laughs> but well, it, well, just one of them deals. He's I, over I, here smiling like I, he's got corn for sale. You invited me, so I'm here. Well, thank there you, you for go. coming. Go ahead, brother. Roll. Well, I told him that y'all was going to have supper, so... We got uh, some Reese's right there. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, he, he usually comes for the food. Um, I got hot dogs and macaroni and cheese cooking upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Well, first off, thanks for having us. Yes, uh, sir. It's a, it's an honor for us to come and sort of tell our story and and uh, uh, talk about ourselves. Uh, you know, me and Randy, we've been racing pretty strong for uh, me for basically 20 years. Um, he started in 1999, uh, 98, I, I guess. Yep. I started with him in around 2005. Um, when I was a little kid, five, six years old, my, he, <clears throat> he helped a guy named Randy Sexton. Um, Heard the name. That drove the 03 car over at the, uh, at, at the rim. And my mom used to drop me off and I'd go hang out with my dad my dad helped them guys and everything and uh um so i was about 11 years old and seen him at the rim in a whole different car um that he had a guy driving he had an opal modified in a sportsman car and i asked him i said you know you remember me and he said yeah and i said well you know what's it gonna take for me to drive this car and randy's <laughs> like you know get out of here and you were kid. 12 i was i was 11 11 yeah. he's like get out of here kid so i'm like uh you know, that's awesome. what's it, uh, what's it going to take for me to drive your car? And he goes, yeah, you got to know how to, know how to work on them. You got to have a job, you know, help foot the bill. And, and, uh, basically the biggest thing is work on them, you know, and I'm like, I'm 11, you know, I, I, I can't get a job. Uh, but I might be able to work on them. And well, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how to work on them, you know? So, uh, long story short, that was the end of 2005. Um, I went off on a church retreat um, and when I come back, um, I heard that his sportsman car had, had got flipped three times down the backstretch at the rim. And, uh, so I called him or went to his shop or something and, you know, got that story. And, um, we started going to swap meets that winter. He'd come by and pick me up at the house. And, um, that next year I, I ended up going homeschool so I could work and I was painting apartments with an old man across the street. Um, so I worked four days a week and he also worked for four days a week. And, uh, and we, how old was you then? I just turned 12 in November. So, <laughs> so that to the start of 2006, um, uh, he had gotten uh, Lee Goddard to uh, start driving for him at Nashville and we raced on Friday nights. So it worked out good working four days a week and he'd pick me up Friday morning. We'd go get the car ready. We'd go to his mom and dad's eat lunch that, you know, every Friday, and then head off to, to the fairgrounds to race sportsman on the big track. You saw something in him, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he uh, he showed up and never has left. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, oh, that's one that way to put it. He can't get rid of him. <laughs> yeah, he's he's tried running me off a couple times. We, you know, we give each other a hard time a lot of times, but um, don't mean nothing by it. I, me and him was arguing one time years ago, and – he come after me like he was gonna whoop me, and I was smart enough and fast enough to get away from him. So he sent uh, he, he sent our, our buddy Sam McCord. He, he said, "Go get him, Sam." So Sam chased me. And he finally he's faster than I was. So he finally caught me and 
drug me back to to Randy, and Randy's sitting there in the shop laughing. He forgot why he was mad at me by the time Sam drove. Well, me you back scared to death though, wasn't you? Yeah. So uh, I'd hate to have Randy coming after me. I know. Yeah, especially well, I'm about, a lot older now. Well, I imagine you were a beast back in them I, I days. Was, I was sort of a handful. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he still can be at times, but like I try to tell people, um, Randy's a lot like, you know, I look at him as a dad, and uh, yeah. he's uh, he's a big teddy bear, you know, is the best way to put it. You know, he, uh, he tries to be big and, and bad, and he can be. Don't get me wrong. He can be. Um, but he's he's more of a teddy bear 90% of the time, you know. That other 10% of the time, you don't really want to be around. <laughs> you sort of got to know how to take He must have known that was right because he's over here smiling yeah. and grinning. Or he ain't backhanded you yet. Yeah. Now, yeah. see, when I was growing up, I had a – like Randy, I had a, a guy that lived at the end of the road. His name was Steve Hurt, and he was – I think I was that age – and 12 or 13, he was probably in his 50s at that point in time. <clears throat> but he had polio, so he couldn't do a lot. But he had a big farm. And he picked, and we, we developed that relationship. I, I, it started out, I started feeding his cows for him. He'd stop and pick me up, and they lived at the end of Hurt Road in Hendersonville, Hurt Lane, Steve Hurt, and that's, it was their farm. But we developed, and that's one thing when I met you too, that was something, I don't even remember if I told you all that, but it was something that really inspired me and brought back memories for me. Steve's passed away, well, probably been 15 years now. But having that, not your dad, I mean, my dad was in my life too, but when you have a different person that that's that age, a different perspective that's your friend and not your dad, it was something to have him in my life because he could talk to you about stuff that your dad you didn't want to talk to you right about right. and and he showed me how to farm he showed me how to do things that i never would have learned how to do bush hogging and <clears throat> hooking a tractor up and welding and just you know and i and when he passed away it ripped my heart out man it was a horrible horrible thing uh but man we had fun he was a big baby like randy I mean, we'd get out there and have bottle rocket wars and do all kinds of stupid stuff. He'd sit on the back of his truck. We'd be down in the woods shooting bottle rockets and stuff backwards and forth, and he'd just sit there, and things would be bouncing off of him. He'd, yeah. He was a big kid. So that was one thing when I met y'all last year or the year before that made me respect and really want to be a part of y'all. So I just thought I'd let that, let y'all know. Well, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. So – Randy, what about you? Like, what, what got you started this years ago? Oh, I was going to help my neighbor, and he was into uh, racing, like he said. I said, well, this looks, you know. Fun. <laughs> yeah, it looks fun. I was always a hot rodder. So well, your neighbor was always mad all the time, and you wanted to be like that? <laughs> so, yeah, he would have kept tearing his car. <laughs> I believe we could do something better than this, you know. It's more to racing than tearing your car up. Yeah. And I, I just got into helping him, and and then I wanted to go father, and he wanted to go. So, yeah, in what two thousand and one, you bought your first car, yeah. and yep, and uh, he had another um, young guy drive for him, a, a little front wheel drive. Um, his guy's name was Joey, and uh, and then he bought a big car, 
um, and had Clay Strother. They teamed up, and he actually used to keep it up here in Portland. He can tell you, you know, a little bit better yeah, about here where at the trucking company. Uh, Daryl, Daryl, somebody. I can't <laughs> that was a little while ago, wasn't yeah, it? But it's still a trucking company there. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I used to keep it there. And then Clay had a shop there on at 76, uh, Highway 76, just a couple miles from where we're at now. And uh, so him and Clay started racing um, there in 2001 together. They ran Highland Rim and um, Nashville, Nashville, Carthage. Mm, um, good old Riverview. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I bought open wheel <laughs> and added to it. <laughs> no. You know. I never would have thought that. And then actually we started building a car that I just sold last year. And uh, it took me about, I don't know, a couple of years to build it. Mm-hmm. But, we are a lot faster now. Well, <laughs> we, we, sometimes, yeah. sometimes we're, we're not. <laughs> we've, uh, we've caught on a little bit on, you know, quicker ways to do things. Well, well that's, that's, that's how, that's, say, that's how better, it works, right? Yeah, some better tools, <laughs> yeah. better facilities. Yeah. You do something, you're thinking there's got to be a better way to do this. Right. Because I came in down there and they was building a CRA car, and I was like, holy crap. That one we had it covered up? Well, that's when y'all was secret. (laughs) No, you had it up on your little table there at that point in time, putting it together. And I thought, good gosh, man, look at this. And there's just something to see the inner workings of the shop. And then I come back (laughs) again, like, holy crap, man, this thing's almost done and then i come wow. back and it's sitting there and y'all getting ready to go to anderson or somewhere <laughs> or some i forgot what track it was but it was stickered up and everything yeah <laughs> it you, took me 20 years to do that you got to see it on the oh table Lord. without it being covered up you're uh, i did you're special because most well you we, probably we knew I was he's special all right you probably said this guy's too dang i'm stupid to know what we're doing let's yeah. just leave it uncovered <laughs> well i certainly didn't know i just looked at like the camera is what we're scared of not uh, oh yeah 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 and that's a lot of times that's the problem in racing is whatever you build and the the time you put into it it beats you to the racetrack you know um, rumors start things like that oh yeah <laughs> and tech man knows more about your car than than you do thanks to social media so yeah you know i was oh, yeah. a guy one time and he come up to me and said man i've been working on your heads all week i went oh really <laughs> God, <laughs> if I hey. you oh <laughs> yeah quick um so that brings me to a next question kind of tell tell everybody like what what all divisions have you run uh what are you running now and then what are you looking forward to running maybe in the future uh, basically, like with me, I, I'd started running a little front-wheel drive in 2005 with, with a, um, my cousin, um, and that's whenever I uh, met, got hooked back up with Randy. Um, like I said, I knew him when I was a real small kid, um, and then that car got totaled the, the first race. Uh, what I, happened there? Uh, he totaled it. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't driving. Oh, okay. So I, I let somebody else drive yeah. my brand new race car and it got totaled. So, um, but you learned a lesson sucks. there, right? I learned to stay out of front wheel drive. <laughs> so the next year, um, Randy come by throughout that winter and I would go help him at the fairground swap meet and full throttle swap meet and stuff like that. So like I say, again, in 2005, we started running sportsman. Um, or I started helping him, and then the next year, um, 
he sort of, you know, mine and his friendship goes far beyond just racing. You know, he's taught me everything I know about, you know, work ethic, money, you know, to have something, get up and, and hustle after it, you know, um, the legal way, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, the legal way. I like that. Well, I mean, that, like me, I, I've never smoked cigarettes. I've never done drugs. And I've always told people, you know, um, you know, people that I know in the past that have done it and raced as well, they always said drug, uh, the, the worst drug was racing. I was going to say, know? how can you have enough money to race if you're and, on drugs? And, and that's it. I've always, you <laughs> that's know. That's a true statement. Racing's always you know, kept me broke enough that I couldn't afford drugs. And <laughs> yeah, and late. Stuff, so. No doubt, man. Um, but like I say, w- when I started with him, he had a sportsman and an open wheel modified. And then we built my first pure stock car, uh, 2007, I believe it was. Um, and then we've had late models, uh, outlaw late models, limited late models, sportsmen's basically always tried to stick around the street stocks. Not mm-hmm. that we know everything about the street stocks, but I feel more comfortable with the street right. stocks than I do. It's more than we can, afford, we can afford that also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goodness yeah. gracious. Goes you ain't kidding. That, goes back to that money deal again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Randy, you, from what I've found out, you've never raced a race car. You just built No. One? I've been in one round track car and I put it on a trailer twice to have it painted. I rolled it off both times. Have you ever had that? itching to go man i'm gonna run this race tonight one time you had maybe probably (laughs) but was it because you knew better like and i ain't doing this he he can say that he would be really good at it and he can always say that but since he's never been in one you know he hadn't proven it you know what i'm saying so so now he can live his life and say oh that'd be easy i can do that it's probably not too easy but you know i know i've been in one we built a couple of rim runners back in 2012, and I had Scotty Russell run one at Nashville, and, and I had a another friend of mine that's passed away, Jerry Knuckles. I don't know if y'all remember that name. He was him and Harold Cole used to dominate Highland Rim on rim runners. Harold's dead, Jerry's gone. Uh, both of them got cancer and passed away, but I had two of them rim runners, and I got in that sucker at Highland Rim. <laughs> I thought, man, I ain't no way I can do this. I got out there and turned some laps and I thought, no, I better not do this because my temper was a lot worse back then than it is now. And I knew that that was probably not a good idea. So I, I understand. Yeah. A- yeah. Ask him about a uh, fast eddies in Pensacola. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still just stoved up just over last, that. Uh, two years in a row. <laughs> oh yeah. He they, told us all about that. Well, see, I, I'm pretty positive that it, he usually either calls or sneaks in before us or something and pays them to give him the fastest. Car. Give that souped up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause he, he's, he's put it on us the last two years. Uh, <laughs> really? Out. Uh, but like I say, you know, I think it's always he's cheating somehow. Is that the same one you got wrecked at, Melvin? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Joseph West. Yeah. I looked up and I got turned sideways, and here he come, and he was smiling, and he hit me, man, and I seen stars, dude. <laughs> yeah. My left ankle oh, hit the brake pedal, swelled up about that. <laughs> I don't know why we all wasn't dead that day. <laughs> Thomas Pinnell was wrecking everybody. <laughs> he done got where he couldn't win so he would just oh, lay man. back and oh there's some <laughs> <laughs> the wall. that sounds like what i do because i always get the slow car that's the one i always get no matter what you know i get the slow one so mm-hmm. i just gotta wait for somebody but to come fast around. eddie's was fun 
Yeah. That it sounded is. fun. I wish I could have been there. Yeah, it was awesome. Maybe next year. I'm too old next for year. it, though. I raced uh, eight races, and I should have raced one and got <laughs> out. He might kill me. <laughs> yeah, that's the way I was. I was stiff the rest of the weekend. Oh. Places I didn't know I had. Oh, God. Yeah, with, with Randy on go karts, you almost need an engine puller to get them up out of there. You sort of got to. You should say, can I just sit here for the next race? It's almost as easy. I know what you're saying. Or you got something? Um, let's see. I know, Corey, you said you started racing. Well, you knew that you wanted to race when you were 11. So when did you, when did you really start racing? Pretty much my whole life. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like I said, my dad used to help uh, Randy Sexton hang oh, out with him okay. and things like that. So, you know, dad, he would always go in the in the pits. And mm-hmm. when I was small, um, you know, I, I think the age limit used to be like 12 before you could go in the pits at the rim. And so I would sit there until the grandstands open and uh, all the guys would be down in the pits. And right. then dad would most of the time sneak me in and I'd sit there by myself <laughs> and, and watch the races, you know. Oh. Um, a lot of times I was one of the kids that would play football and not really pay attention to, to racing. And, yeah. and I always sort of regretted that because, you know, especially back in that day, it was, uh, Bruce Vaughn was the, was the guy to beat, you know, and, right. uh, now I know Bruce outside of racing and, um, see him a lot outside, you know, at, at the, around the shop and around swap meets and car yeah. shows, stuff like that around town. And, uh. I only hear the stories about how good Bruce was, you know. So and, you wish you would have been and more, I wish I, I wish I had been yeah. right watching more than yeah. down there playing football with buddies and stuff at the <laughs> at the fence, you know. That's and why I think you know him now though. Well, I think back like now, whenever I see kids doing that, I'm like, Man, if y'all only knew, you know, just mm-hmm. pay a little bit more attention, you know, to it. But uh yeah. um, like I said, pretty much always wanted to, you know. Um I, my driveway at, at mom and dad's house was always gravel. We had old man beside us that had a concrete, pretty nice flat driveway. There's no telling how many races I've won, <laughs> lost, you know, that I raced on a bike. It was uh, in his DNA, laps, wasn't it, Randy? Yeah, making laps. You know, I was the announcer. Right. I'd lead. I'd be lapped, you know, the whole nine yards all, all by myself. That's awesome. I love that. That's a good That's one, man. That's really neat. It's like when, we, when I was a kid, it was stick horses. Right. Stick horses. Yeah, yeah. Roy Rogers. or uh, And if you got mad, you could just beat them with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Caleb, you got some advertisements you want to shout out? Uh, well, I don't, but the pretty girl beside me does. All right. All righty. So uh, one of our sponsors for the show is the Macon County Veterinarian Hospital. Uh, That's where you take your pets. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. The vet hospital. You don't want to take them there, but if you have to, it's a very, very 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 good place they have great staff um they'll work you in asap which is awesome because everyone wants that you know you want the best for your pet and um they're also open on saturdays a lot of veterinarian are not open on saturdays so that is amazing uh if you guys do want to get in contact with them their number is 615-666-8063 and they're open monday through saturday from 7 30 to 5 dr greg miller and he's a he's a Big sponsor of Bubba's About Broke podcast, so we're so glad to have them on board. Yeah. Shoot, yeah. We also uh, <clears throat> want to give a quick shout-out to some of our race car sponsors that are that are with us still, and, you know, they kind of help with the show too, obviously. We love them. If it wasn't for the race car, we wouldn't have the show. So exactly. uh, we just want to give a shout-out to TNN Transport over in Portland, Tennessee, as well as Firemark Property Management, uh, Precision Tire and Auto also in Portland, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and then uh, Mid-South Electric Company. 
So and South Electric's been on board since Jackson drove mini cups. Long time ago. Two thousand and eight. See that picture up there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's at that's at Riverview, Randy. Oh, that one with the mini cup there? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> man, I miss that place. Did I already say that, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> but hey man, Highland Rim's freaking awesome too. It is. Jackson loves that track. Who doesn't? Speaking of, what what's your favorite track, Corey? To drive at? Uh Cars, I mean, all of them's got their own. That's right. We'd unique, like to hear that too. Their, their own unique, uh, you know, thing. Carthage was okay. Uh, a lot of times it, it got more boring. It was kind of easy, you know. Yeah, uh, it was wide. Well, like, and everybody just kind of. I, I believe it was about 2009, 2010, something like that. Me and uh, Sam McCord um, always used to drive for Randy and. Uh, was a real good friend of ours we were up there and and uh we were basically winning almost every week and it just it was kind of easy you know we've always liked the challenge yeah um so me and sam decided to take sam took the open wheel to nashville in the quarter mile and i took my super stock that i was driving for randy and uh randy stayed up there with his sportsman um the first week or two and uh, he had a uh, taylor uh taylor ryman driving for him at that time I assume he's the rhyming bunch. He is. Yep. His uh, brother Travis still still races. We know Uh, him. But uh, they stayed at Carthage, and we went to Nashville. And, uh, you know, it was just a lot more cars there. It was a lot more fun to race against, you know, 15 cars than four or five. Um, But even the big track at Nashville, you know, it's fun. Huntsville, a lot of the tracks that we've been to, um, I hadn't. Uh, drove uh, all of them you know I've drove of course the the three track four tracks here including Carthage Huntsville um Bowling Green oh yeah we used to go up there good place good facility we run many cups there too I will say everybody's always been bringing that up about how good Bowling Green yeah uh, probably Nashville or Bowling Green I I sort of like the flat tracks you Mm -hmm. know Uh, those were probably two of my more favorite tracks, kind of like the the sports room and in, in you know right outside mm-hmm. Louisville. Yep. Um, we went up there, and uh, the first time we hung out with one of our real good buddies, Marcus Elliott, that that's also drove for us and had a lot of a lot of good times with him in the past, and we'll we'll have some more good times in the future with him. Um, we went up there and raced uh, on that little flat bull ring. You know, had a good time. I was telling Jackson to go over there. I was going to say, we need to welcome our host to the show. Jackson McLaren has entered the building, ladies and gentlemen. Comes in. You think think he's wearing all black, but he's got grease on him from work. (laughs) That's a working man right there. Yep. Well, where are you Welcome, buddy. Yeah, where have you been? I've been at day racing. They had a legend car chassis that they had to have... uh, help getting off the truck look jackson i he you really you him. really didn't have to do that for me buddy well, you know I, mean? I know when i, I appreciate his ad he goes y'all buy me a legend <laughs> so y'all shouldn't have well they said like about three about five till uh mark said that it was coming and then it wasn't like another it was about another hour oh no there, so. <laughs> man stay but on the clock all right. stay on the clock right guys yeah it wasn't too bad hard what, work what, what did i miss well, look, who's in here? <laughs> I know. Hey, I saw them earlier. I, I know. That's what he said. Y'all oh, really? Do's eat, ain't it? Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that lunch you bought us, too. Was, <laughs> they had our high table, so we had to go sit somewhere else. Oh, they took your we spot. We need to call uh, uh, our boy down there. It works there. Oh, Kyle? Kyle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. We know the manager. 
Yeah, I forgot what about the heck's that. Going on? I know the owner. I was yeah, about to say, I know. There you go. That's, that's even better. better. <laughs> yeah. That's even better. Yeah. So they're talking that we just been going over their history, and he's been talking about his favorite track. Yeah, I was Still just ain't said which one it is yet. Mm-hmm. It sounds like he's got a lot. He's according to him, it sounds like every track's his favorite. Yeah, yeah. You know, he said the all same the ones thing. We won at and <laughs> all the ones we hadn't won at. I got <laughs> He uh, he said, you know, he'd like you talk about it. every track's got its own little niche, you know. Yeah, everything's got its own good thing. So, but no, y'all have been in a lot of places, haven't you? Yeah, that's what have. he was just doing, naming them. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, probably if I had to pick one, it would probably be the uh, either qu- Bowling Green or the Quarter Mile at at Nashville. Like I said, I you know I always thought they were a little more fun than being flat track. They're harder to get around. Yeah, you know, it's different. Have you drove at Anderson? I haven't. Um, I bet I, you'd like it. Yeah, I think it's a lot like Carthage. You know, I think it's uh, would would be one of the closest tracks to Carthage. Mm-hmm. Jackson loved it. We went yeah. up there run that yeah. seventy five lap C- CRA I, race. I plan on hopefully taking one. Uh, one of our buddies out of out of Owensboro, Kentucky, or Whitesville, Kentucky. He's got a CRA car that he's wanting me to come get and and race for him. Um, uh oh, is this an announcement? Let's just keep it up and keep it at Randy's shop and and. Uh, him and his son, they just really don't have time to race much anymore. So um, Bruce told me if I come got it and I drove it, that we could take it and treat it like it was ours. So, man, yeah, that's cool. Got to find. I time bet you to will. Get it. I bet you. I bet it won't be the same once y'all get it. Because if he just gave you permission to treat it like it was y'all's, no, there's going to be some changes on that car. No, I don't, I don't really plan on changing much of anything on it. Uh, changing the seat. Uh, his son Evan uh, Birch, he was. Uh, He's probably about 120 pounds, you know, soaking, soaking wet. wet. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, I'm over double that. So, I think Evan's uh, the one that built that car that we had. Mm-hmm. You talking Wasn't about that it? one? Our street stock, yeah. Yeah, the old car we bought from Edge. Yeah, yeah. he built yeah, that had car. had a green chassis, a green roll cage. It still it. had some green flakes under there, you can see. Mm-hmm. When you... Yeah, I think uh, the best I can remember, that was Evan's first uh, street stock car. It was a good you know? car. Yeah, yeah um, I think that it was, was it. a tank. Yeah, it was for sure. But I'd like to take it to Anderson, maybe Shady Bowl, maybe try to run a couple of the uh, four crown races this year. You know, we we really we've been so busy. Um, I just moved into a into a new house in front of the shop and everything, and we've been so busy this winter with that, and you know, building street rods and yeah, you know, uh, tra- working on. Every time I come down there, y'all got something going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we've got more more irons in the fire than we probably need, but. It keeps us busy and keeps us out of trouble. So I don't say it keeps you off drugs, right? That's the main thing. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, we get a fix off of. Them. Yeah, yeah. There you go. yeah. Well, I I was sitting here when y'all come in. I, I was. <laughs> I said, well, they must be here. The table was rattling. I don't know what y'all drove up in. Yeah. It was what, cool looking. Did you see it? I hadn't went out there yet. Yeah, you awesome. didn't? Oh, I told. I, I was on the phone outside, and they pulled up. I was like, y'all got to come look at this car, man. <laughs> He's like, they're always coming in hot rods. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. said, they're always driving a hot rod. Yep. They're more pretty reliable bad. than all the new stuff, and if it breaks down, we, we know how to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> and I bought a rollback, too. That way. To That's the truth. Oh, yeah. A rollback. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Y'all need to remember that. My uh, my wife, she drives a 07 Ford, and it breaks down about once a month. <laughs> oh, and, uh, she, she keeps begging me to buy something else. A Chevrolet. Well, like Randy said. Amen. Hey, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Like, Did you like, see them all in our driveway out there? <laughs> like Randy said, uh, it's cheaper to buy a rollback than it is to her new vehicle. So, <laughs> so he bought a rollback? That's hilarious. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. I they, saw I saw a thing the other day on Facebook. A guy said, Seriously, he, he, it said he, he got a ticket from one of them cameras. 
his van was sitting on the back of a rollback. Rollback was speeding. They oh, sent no. him the ticket. He he showed the ticket. It was a real deal, man. Oh, no. What? Yeah. He took a picture Uh, of the tag on the back of the rollback. That's hilarious. Oh, man. (laughs) I love that. Somebody told me today on my work truck, you know, it's a a Ford, and somebody pointed at it and said, well, they Ford circles the problem. Because it's an oval. Like they circle their own thing. The logo, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Well, Randy, tell us. You're talking about fun tracks. uh, Bristol was fun track. Oh, yeah. I forgot y'all went Tell us about it. Yeah, it was. Who who drove that track? Who say, was y'all's what, driver? Well, hold on. What was the car too? Like what y'all drive? It was drive the CRE Street Stocks. They used to go up there. Oh, that's you were telling me about that. Yeah. You've told me about that before. Yeah, we, we ran there all four years that they had the U.S. Short Track Nationals, and the first two years, uh, Bruce, the guy I was just talking about, Bruce Birch, he drove for us the first two years. Uh, back then, we really didn't have big motors. We were just little small four hundred horse motors. We knew we needed. Yeah to take more motor and bruce was like well i got the motor y'all got the car so we sort of teamed up and and took him up there and, and went racing then the uh the third year um sam mccord drove for us uh the fourth year bubba winslow we got bubba winslow out of, oh, man. Out of pensacola so that was cool. uh, that was wow. pretty neat that's uh that you know the first year we went to pensacola 2011 2010 something like that as soon as we showed up bubba i mean we hit it off and We've been friends and yeah. good buddies ever since. My was, buddy in Pensacola, cool Ike Eisenberg, met Bubba. Ike's got a little farm down there in Pensacola, and he went and bought him a skid steer. <coughs> well, he buried, he buried it. it. <laughs> yeah, and he ended up Bubba come out there and pulled him pulled it out, and that's they started talking about racing, and and I said that's Bubba Winslow that drives the race cars, and he goes, yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. So we ended up. It's funny how you mentioned his name, and then we ended up Jackson ended up talking to Bubba. At, well, Ike went. I went with Ike to go talk to him, and then Corey was there working on his car. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, there's Corey." Well, heck yeah, so. that is funny. Everywhere we go, there's Corey. I and Randy. I hear Randy. Hey, Melvin, what, what are you doing here? Well, we we do a lot of racing. What about Dale? Oh yeah, in Pensacola. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys that, was, that, that was unique. The guys that I know, I was sitting beside the guy. We're camped beside him. Yeah, and he was there with us there last year, and and I don't even remember how it come up, but he goes, "Oh, I, for, I remember what you're talking about." I yeah. think he mentioned <coughs> that he was hanging out with some guys from Tennessee, and I was like, "Well, what's their name?" He said, "His name's Randy and Corey," and I was like, "Oh my God, <laughs> are you serious?" <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. That's hilarious, man. Well, that's one. That's one good thing that Randy's sort of taught me over the years is is winning's not everything, and and driving's not everything. Um, you know, like this, we're leaving out Wednesday morning, going to New Smyrna. You know, um, I mean, I, I know. Uh, Wayne and Hunter and them guys are going mm-hmm. down there. I know mm-hmm. Willie and and uh, he's got two different drivers going. And um, you know we're not necessarily going to help anybody or, or anything like that. We're just going to hang out. But you will be. But <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. So it's, it's it's hard for me not to go to the racetrack without helping somebody. Oh yeah. Well, I know if I saw you down there walking around and we were down there, I'd be Corey. <laughs> hey Corey, yeah. come look at this. Get over quick. here. <laughs> Check but, this out real quick. See what you know, <laughs> we we've got an outlaw car that we could take, um, but I, I guess we're just going to use it as a as a little getaway, a week and a half vacation. You know, we've got a, a one, of go. our, one of our buddies out of Indiana, Danny Aker, that owns the '73 car that Jason Atkinson drives in CRA. 
Um, that's always the, the number one car to beat mm -hmm. anywhere you go in CRA. He's going with us. Uh, we, we went down to Showtime Speedway and, and watched some racing down there this time last year. And on the way home, we sort of planned this trip, um, me, Randy, and Danny. So, you know, uh, I tell a lot of people, we, me and Randy's got a lot of friends here in town, but I, I talk to probably more people out of state racing. You yeah. know, I mean, I, I talk to Marcus basically almost on a daily basis. You know, I talk to Bubba almost on a daily basis. We talk to Danny, you know, on a weekly basis at least, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I mean, these guys are are hours away you know but i well yeah i mean it's your friends right right it, <laughs> yeah it don't matter how far they are no well talking about that real quick go ahead and tell us who uh you know we want to know who who's there to help y'all out who who you want to give shout outs to tonight um and your sponsors when you get done with that i mean you know it's pretty much uh it's pretty much me and me and randy um you know uh, that's one of the downfalls of, of getting drivers out of state Yeah, is most of the time they, you know, show up and drive. Um, so if something's got to be done, it's me and Randy. So you're saying um, you need a driver close by? so bad. Y'all need so to put bad. a car together just to let him turn some laps. <laughs> we, we don't got, have to be fancy. No. He just, we'll go on a testing tune or something. <laughs> we've got, uh, we've got Jeffrey, you know, Je Jeffrey, he's now he's moved up this way. He's about a, about two miles from the shop, and so he comes. Oh, by that's and, awesome! And, uh, I'm gonna say, where's your shop helps at? Out a lot. White House. Um, yeah, oh, I live on Highway 76. Yeah. <laughs> right on, I live between, on 31, which isn't too far. She can't drive. No, that's a big one. We're between 76 and 31, so, uh, um, like I say, you know, but Jeffrey lean, lends a good hand, um, you know, and, and he's one of the best drivers we've ever had um you know we've had probably 20 or 30 drivers in double zero cars and yeah i know, saw your list it was that's amazing wild. <laughs> Any, i didn't realize it was that many anywhere we take jeffrey you know he's 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 a good shoe anywhere we take yeah. him you know um well the list you had was starfield to me yeah i mean there was a lot of people that i knew yeah. i was like wow man there's yeah. some dudes that drove for y'all some real probably no left crap. some good ones out just yeah man can't get to yeah i was in with sorry yeah. <laughs> yeah well if you know when you when you can ask guys like mark day for example I mean, yeah you know i look up to mark always will you know um and one year we asked him to drive it at uh for pensacola for us and he said yes and it was just like man you know <laughs> now what do we we've do? made it <laughs> yeah <laughs> So we we got to put a car together. <laughs> we, didn't th we didn't think we'd get this far, <laughs> right? Um, but you know, w when you get guys like Blake Williams, for example, you know Blake's probably the year that that Blake drove for us, 2016. That was probably the most fun year as far as racing that that I've probably had. Um, he was just you know he's so laid back. He didn't care if he won, lost, win or draw. You know. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there was no pressure, you know, here going to the CRA races and things, you know, with Jeffrey and with Marcus, you know, both of them, they leave everything on the, on the track for sure. Um, but the high expectations, you know, I put a lot of expectation on, on myself as far as, you know, wanting to have the best car for, for the drivers. Cause I know yeah. every driver that we've ever had drive were, you know, winning caliper drivers. Um, so whenever the double zero is not in victory lane. I, I sort of take it personal. You yeah. Know? 
I, I don't that, right. I don't blame the driver. I mean, you know, Marcus wins every race that he runs at his track. You mm-hmm. know, Jeffrey, I mean, you know, two years in a row we've taken Jeffrey. We we took him to, to Nashville last year on quarter mile at Na- uh, or I'm sorry, two years ago and uh put him in a car that he never never drove and uh, uh in a limited late model and we went down there and was terrible you know two weeks before the race and luckily it, it rained him out we was able to go back to the shop and work on it and changed everything else two or three more times you know went down there the race race weekend busted the track record by two tenths and and you know, yeah it, man dominated that was one yeah. of the cars that was i uh, wasn't even gonna get in the 50s everybody said oh we, yeah, Jeffrey, you're wasting your time. You're, yeah. you know, you're not be yeah. hanging out with them guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna make y'all. They're gonna make you look bad, and you know, wow. it won't it won't get in the fifties. And and uh, we went down there and and broke the record. And, and I was born in the fifties. There you go. It's got to work. Yeah, yeah. it's got premonition there. I knew it was gonna. I knew it was gonna happen. So you know, that's awesome. I love it when you prove people wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's the best feeling. But it. well, we sort of surprised them. Yeah. Yeah. That's good too. Yeah. Who in the world are these guys? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, a lot of times I think they might forget about us until we do show up. Uh, I, we seen some guys yesterday at uh, at the swap meet, you know, uh, at the fairgrounds, and they were talking to us, and they're like, man, we know y'all from somewhere. And we're like, you know, the double zero car, hello. Well, and that's what I told them. I was like, yeah, I said, double zero red and black and they're like you know deer in the headlight look and, and, and <laughs> wow then i'm like well we do have a white double zero and they're like oh yeah you showed up at with jeffrey at the at highland rim the last race and and you know probably could have lapped the field and i'm like yeah that, that was us you know then he wow. remembered didn't he yeah, yeah. and Jeez. and i'm not saying that you know trust me i i know we're not the greatest by no means you know we don't have the greatest equipment we don't have the greatest knowledge you know we just work hard, right. and and uh, you know we've yeah, always said that that races are won in the shop. Oh know? yeah, and uh, when when we can build something and and get along like like we do, um, no matter what driver you know if it's Bobby Terry or Michael Knightard or you know Mark Day, Jeffrey Belt, you know yep. um, Marcus Elliott. Uh, I mean Mike you, Mitchell. Mike Mitchell, yeah, you know Mike Mitchell. He's uh, you know, again, I never seen him race back whenever he was the back when he was the man. You know, he was a little bit before my time, but uh, you know, I always heard people talk about him. So I said, well, you know, there was an opportunity of putting him in a car, and uh, and he so he got in, drove a couple of races at at the rim uh, for us, and a couple at Nashville, and um, the last race at at the rim, I, I think we decided that. Um, I don't think he he would ever drive for us. Had, <laughs> oh God! And one time he had everything I had. That ain't good. <laughs> oh. I told him I said if I if I didn't know that you knew how to drive, that'd said, be I it. Know you I'd know. be second guessing myself. I'd just yeah. be glad it shows up. Yeah, well, <laughs> wow, that's but, rough. But I mean, like to this day, you know, I I look up to Mike Mitchell. Mm-hmm. You know, I look up to his craftsmanship. Um, you know, the guy can take a, a fifteen hundred dollar 84 model 85 model gmc or chevrolet truck and and drop that thing in four hours and you know flip it you know flip it and and sell it um actually he built a 56 buick and set it over on a crown vic chassis and and that's what me and my wife rode off in in our wedding you know Uh, Uh, nice so it it even special i look up to him 
for what he can do and the craftsmanship he can do with the street rod stuff. Plus, just again, he's kind of like a Bruce Vaughn. You know, I mm-hmm. wish I could have got to see him back in his heyday. Right. You know, yeah. and uh, and got to see him race. Um, because like I say, it's uh, you know, through throughout racing, there's a lot more that you learn about people um than just at the racetrack you know Mm -hmm. a lot of times people think that you're friends and you see your friends and stuff at the racetrack and you know like i always say most time your friends rode with you you know Mm, all the other people they're going to pass right by if you're if you got a flat tire on the interstate they're going to pass right by you and look the other way yeah heck yeah um sad ain't it it is (laughs) we were on the interstate one time with a a trailer we were pulling for somebody else to deliver it and had a flat and the Ryman's was going yep. for concrete, and they backed down the ramp to see if we needed help because they recognized us. Yeah, the that's wrong. awesome. That's a yeah. friend. That's a friend. Oh, right yeah. There, yeah. You know. Yeah. Wow. They pulled up. Those was... people would have just went on. Oh, yeah. And said, oh, I believe that was uh, Randy and Corey. Well, right? they ain't going to make it for qualifying. Too glad bad. It glad yeah. it ain't me. That's <laughs> what just they say. Be them. Yeah. Just glad it isn't me. I don't know. Well, hey, I... while we got a second, we're going to have to take a quick break, a commercial yeah. break. Sure. What do you got to tell them about, Ari? Uh, I get to tell you all about the Brickyard Cafe, which is personally, before I met Jackson, I hadn't heard of it. But then I met them. I was like, why did I not know about this place before? Anyways, it's amazing. (laughs) Uh, Donald, if you do get to go there, it's in Franklin, Kentucky. Go see Donald. He's friggin' amazing. He'll crack you up right away. Oh, my gosh. He's so funny. (laughs) Sounds good right (laughs) about now. Donald Williams. He could could friggin' run the place. He's awesome. Uh, Pretty much does. I was about to say, doesn't he? (laughs) He does. He runs the bar and waits on people, so he's he's awesome. Jack of all trades there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're open Monday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 9, and then Friday is 11 to 10. Saturday is 5 to 10, and it's mm. located right on the square. It's awesome. It's I a cool-looking place. place, first of all. Like, it's just cool, you know? It is. You go in there, it's in historic it's really nice. Franklin. Yeah, I mean, downtown Franklin's awesome anyway. Yeah. But it's then you go down there and get yeah, homey feel. Yeah, very, very homey vibes. I love it. And they got some kind of fried green bean things. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I wouldn't know. I can't talk Whatever. about those. Whatever. I only ate all oh, one time. So good. One time. <laughs> one time. Of all, of all the one times time? we've been there, I've only been there once. Oh yeah, it's really good. Well, need to work at least on you that. had it that one time. Yeah. We need to. Yeah. We need to we plan need, another we need night to fix up there. That. Y'all can join us, Corey and Randy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a good place. <laughs> Come yeah. down to the brickyard. My wife was, uh, I think, looking it up the other day. Oh really? Did y'all hear that brickyard? She said, "Where is that?" I thought, "Yep, I guess we're gonna have to go." It's a nice place. I mean, it's kind of a. It's a not, you know, it ain't like a fast food place. It's mm-hmm. a nice looking place. They have like yeah. this little back room too, where it's kind of on the other side, and it's just, I don't know, it's very, it's romantic. Yeah. So y'all can definitely, you know, <laughs> it's have a little date. Well, you and Randy, it's perfectly yeah. romantic. It's great. <laughs> it's, it's right beside the Methodist Church right there, the big church that's right in front of the courthouse, on this side, mm-hmm. on West Cedar Street. Yeah. Well, you got to tell him like. Turn by the tree. <laughs> go to the stop signs. Yeah, his, you know the big oak tree on. at the corner is just right there. <laughs> yeah, I can tell some stories about Franklin, but I won't. Oh no. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, hey, is, so are they, are they still looking for you up there? No, they found me. I was about to say it's in a different state. They'd have to do a fugitive from justice warrant down here, so we're good. They're not going to do that. We won't let them in, Randy. <laughs> so it's funny you mentioned that that y'all were looking that up, Melvin. I'm going to go ahead and do this now. But uh, so we do a giveaway. Each, each, well, not each week, but we do some giveaways every yeah. now and then. We're doing a giveaway to the Brickyard. Mm-hmm. And so we randomly, I randomly do it, and this is 100% it's the truth. completely like, random, I Completely promise. random. I do a random number generator, 
And so I was looking at Facebook a little while ago, just as we started the show, and I'm like counting. So the number was like 14, right? So I'm counting down 14. And uh, I'm getting close, close, and I see Aaron, Aaron McLaren. I'm like, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, no, that's 13. And so guess who number 14 was? I don't know. Who's- Tell us. Who is it? Corey Jones. No way. It was. Wait, I wait, swear. Really? No. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey. You get to go to so the freak yard. Hey. I wrote, hey, what did hey, I cool. say? Hey, that was. The- <laughs> <laughs> so I literally, I literally wrote Melvin a note. Hey, I said, hey, people may think this is rude, but I said, Corey just won the giveaway. And I said, I said, I asked him, I said, do you want me to pick another one? But he was like, no, that's it. But anyway, so here you go. There you go. There's you a gift Corey card to the brickyard and liked on public, so that made him eligible. Yeah, and you well, want it, y'all. son. We appreciate it. And now uh, you can take your wife if she. You hear that, Miss Jones? Yeah. <laughs> or Randy, you can Mrs. take either one. Or Randy, I'll probably take both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you most go. Time he, most time he drags along with us. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. but uh, so anyway, we we figured we'd do that. Now I thought it was pretty funny that it was actually yeah, that was good timing. Yeah, and we're going to be timing. giving away some Duck River. Tickets soon as they get here. Uh, Russell Booth sent us, is sending us some pit passes and some general mission tickets. Oh, to really? Do, to do the giveaways like we did that. Nice. So that's going to be cool to do. So we have some Winterfest the, coming Rim up. and Duck River. Cool. Yeah, man. Hey, that's awesome. also, that's cool. We're giving y'all free admission family pack, two adults and up to six minor children for Heck both yeah. of y'all to go to the Rim this year. And you'll get that. That's compliments of Jerry Criswell and Nikki yeah. at Highland Speedway. I was going to say. But you, you got to put them stickers on your car. Yeah. <laughs> We're planning on doing Or we'll take, the, we'll take the tickets back. And I'll call up there and tell them not to let that come through the brickyard. God. <laughs> Jeez, no. I'm mean. Hey? That's pretty rough. <laughs> Speaking of stickers real quick, too. So we got to give a shout out. Those stickers are our normal ones look good. We got the dirt edition stickers done. Yep. They look awesome. All of our we got a uh, our banner he the, just did for we Duck did a, River. We did a heck of a banner uh, for for Duck River. Yes, it's going to be hung up. It looks amazing, and all this stuff is being done by Made by Mosley. Oh um, my gosh, he's killing it. Look, man. we just awesome. we don't even send them anything. We're like, hey, this is what we're doing, and you get a, a you, next thing you turn around, you got stickers and a banner made. You know, it all looks awesome. He brings whatever you have, any type of idea you have, he brings it to life and gets it to you. So, for him, he says no job is too big or too small. So give him a call. Uh, give Made by Mosley a call six one five eight eight seven one four six eight. That's six one five eight eight seven. 1468 located over on Cycle Lane just behind a racing products, which is where Jackson's been all day working. Yep. So <laughs> thank you, Made by Mosley, for all you do for us, for all yeah. you do for racing in general. I mean, I won't never be able stuff. to pay him back. If he ever sends me a bill, I'll have to foreclose on the house or You'll something. You'll be in debt. <laughs> Golly. Yeah. That's probably the truth. Right. There's no telling what all he's done, you know, and just yeah, not for y'all, but for everybody. Yeah. Um, super nice all. guy. He does everything for us. Uh, so yeah, he makes that double zero car look good. I, know. I was gonna say almost he every person stuff. we've had come in here says the same thing, you know. Yeah. Right. About hey, yeah, he's done all, all our stuff, you know. Yeah. But tell anyway. us about awesome. the double zero. Where'd y'all get that number at, and why? And then I got the the million dollar question. Yeah. <laughs> the loose cannon racing. That name's. Cool it too. was uh, Clay Strother come up with that number, and. Uh, how I don't know. <laughs> I know it's just got its unique design. Yeah, we you, you we, know uh, we were up on that. Lori drew that. She's like, I can't figure it out. <laughs> she figured it out, I think, didn't she? Looks good. Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. 
Yeah, it looks like uh, Marcus has been driving it. <laughs> <Got a little. laughs> no, I don't have a tire mark on it. Well, I hey, just it looks good with a the wrinkle tire. Yeah. It looks good with the tire. That's the right side. <laughs> yeah, well, it looks good with the tire marks on it. Yeah, it you know, does. At the beginning of the show, you know, Melvin, you said you, we can't we can't talk bad about other people or other drivers. Well, we always give Marcus uh, grief, you know. And, oh, that's okay. And <laughs> yeah, end, we've got we've got enough. We of can them give that grief. Us. Yeah, at the end of the day, Randy always puts his arm around Marcus and says, you know, you're family, Marcus, you know, so he, he don't take it to heart. Uh, I think he gets He's thick-skinned then. Yeah. <laughs> well, if he's going to hang out with us, he definitely has to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, the only that's way what, to be. That's what people yeah. ask me all the time about feelings, and I'm like, what's those? Randy wore those off when I was 12, 13 years old. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Sounds like that guy telling you about Steve Hurt, man. He did yeah. me the same way. Yep. Brow beat me. Bam. <laughs> Hit then, you in the arm. <laughs> knock you down. And then uh, just he said, You just needed that, I know. And I was like, Well, God, <laughs> You're like, why? Yeah. I didn't need it right now. He was right. <laughs> that's funny. Guys that's known Randy for a long time, especially back when, when Randy used to drink, he was he could be a loose cannon. Um so I can one, imagine. One of our late buddies, uh Steve Cavanhall, you know, I think we was at Carthage, I believe, racing and, and he said, Man, y'all are like loose cannon. That's what y'all need to be. Loose I cannon love, So that's where oh, it wow. come from. Where it come from loose Steve cannon Cavanaugh. racing. That's cool. Oh, okay. And it's just always just I love sort that. Of stuck, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Everybody's been wanting that's to know awesome. this and y'all may not want to tell me. Overalls. That's all we can fit in. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Is that there the truth, it, Randy? Folks. Well, it's sort of it's sort of like uh, Le- uh, Levi's versus Liberty. It, you know, so the you, liberties are bigger. You put more fat, more tats, and more cash, and more coats. <laughs> more guns. Yeah, man, more I pulled coats something. Is Dang. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, more cash. Now we know. Yeah. That's awesome. I like that. That's it. Did Ads, y'all expect oh, that answer? That's better than I thought. <laughs> no, yeah, and put a full I was shotgun not expecting down that in there. All. Whatever you need. Yeah. Well, when you carry around all this money, you got to have plenty of pockets. No, gosh. Yes. You know, so that's all. Awesome. I got out of Levi's uh, 25, 30 years ago. I noticed I'm in the. When I got rich racing. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I noticed I'm out of the Levi's too, and now I'm into the black uh, cargo khaki yeah. work pants. Like the crew, like your pit crew outfit, yeah. I guess, so you don't mm-hmm. show as much dirt as you used to. Oh, man. Because right. he'd I wear white he, shirts yeah. when we first started racing, and he would be like, It'd be so oh, it was awful. I look like a crackhead. <laughs> People oh, at the man. end of the race day, they'd go, "Good Lord, what happened to you? What have you Where been have you doing? Been? Sweat and all that grease." I'm like, "Well, I guess I don't need to be wearing white shirts like, at oh, the racetrack." He's like, "I wasn't doing anything more than y'all were. I guess I just need a different color shirt." <laughs> so now I wear black and burn up. If, well. But it fixed it though. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot better, I think. Like we tell people, if you ever start wearing Liberties, you won't wear nothing else. I mean, you know, it's got pockets for, for pens, markers. You know, <laughs> I love it. iPads, chapstick. You Dang. know, uh, <laughs> he's still pulling stuff out. <laughs> yeah, he's got a 357 in there. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I got. I carry a tape measure I, everywhere I go. Carry you know at least two or three knives. At least mm-hmm. at least one gun. Two. You know, most of the time we got two guns. You know, money. I mean, you know, heck yeah, man. Can't carry all that stuff in in blue jeans. Yeah. Um, no. So and that, bend over or I squat down. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all that gets in your way, don't it? Yeah. Well, anybody? Well, 
Caleb? That's hilarious. Well, yeah, I mean, I've just got to ask the We're question. at 59 minutes right now. Can no, you that means, believe that? That means we got all kinds of time. <laughs> uh, so, guys, why, you know, I mean, there's struggles every week. I mean, you run into struggles every week. You said you've been through so many drivers and not necessarily bad or good, but what brings you back every week? Why, why do you want to keep doing it, spending money? Probably just chasing that that high, you know, I guess. Uh, you know, like we tell people all the time, we've got trophies at Highland Rim and Nashville and Bowling Green, Carthage, stuff like that. We want to we want to win the, the big CRA race. You yeah. know, um, the first year that CRA came to Nashville, of course, you know, we did win that race um, with, with Jeffrey Belt driving. Um, after a disqualification of, yeah. of the of the winner, we, we finished the race second and inherited the win a couple weeks later. So we don't have the pictures to, to prove it. You know, we've got right, a good car, but we don't have the pictures for our sponsors and everything. Um, and I, I, I go down and recreate and, and try to put a, a driver's name on the back of a T-shirt. Yeah. You know, yeah. when they got <laughs> 50 oh, drivers oh, yeah. there. Yeah. That's right. Well, yeah. it's one of my drivers. Yeah. Hey. It'll be there one day. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all yet to come. We, we've been close. You know, we, we, uh, we sat on the pole at uh, Indianapolis Speedrome with Marcus and was a couple tenths faster than than everybody in qualifying and sort of we thought had the car to had the car to win and broke a ball joint you know in the mm. late you know 13 laps to go oh, the ball man. joint sent us up in the outside wall you know that was 150 I remember race. that and uh you know it was heartbreaking to us you know yep. uh, yeah we've uh we've had some some good runs at Whitesville you know Kentucky before um with a couple different drivers and and been so 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 close you know and that's what like marcus he always says you know i, I want to be the guy to, to get y'all that win you know um, we've led a lot of laps at salem with marcus you know um and like I say you know we we've got high expectations anytime we take somebody you know uh, to a racetrack we've got high expectations on well, not just them but the whole team you know it's oh, a yeah. whole team effort and uh you know with with jeffrey I, you know again i we don't have a schedule set up this year yet um, I'm sure we'll take Jeffrey to some racetracks, you know, and, and I mean, you know, Jeffrey's, he's, he's the, he's the real deal. Well, he'd be the guy uh, I'd yeah. want in my car if Absolutely. I was doing what y'all were doing. When yeah. you, when he closes his, his visor, you know, he may have a, a different attitude when he gets in the car. It's, it's strictly business with, with Jeffrey. Um, you know, uh, me and Randy, at least I do, I think Randy does too, looks up to, to guys like Ricky Sanford, you know. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think Jeffrey's the young, you know, Ricky Sanford. I mean, you know, you take Ricky anywhere and, and he's going to be up front. And that's, you take Jeffrey yep. and he's going to be up front. You know, um, Marcus, Marcus knows it, gets around and, and adapts. That's the thing is adapting to a racetrack, you know, when you show up and you get, you know, two five-minute practices. Yeah. Ain't never been there. Yeah. Never been there, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I say a lot of times that if I ever had a pro late model, uh, Bubba Winslow would be in it. You know, oh yeah, yeah, I mean, for sure. He he would come up last year. We helped Stacy Crane at Nashville, and you know we'd always joke with Stacy. You know, put Bubba. You know, let him drive your your uh, backup car or, or mm-hmm. whatever. And you know, hopefully one day, you know, Lord willing, that somebody gives Bubba the the opportunity uh, that he deserves in, in a pro late model, and and he'll shine. Yeah. You know, oh if yeah, he's in, if he's in equal equipment or he'll he'll. Make up Especially down at Pensacola. Yeah. yeah, he's uh, I mean, he's good anywhere you take him. Yeah, he showed up at Nashville this year, and and uh, um, he borrowed a carburetor from us, and uh, ended up falling out about 
10 laps in and, and he probably would have lapped the field. I mean, he was just, he was set on kill that day. And, uh, he, after the race, he was like, it was that carburetor you give us. And I was like, Oh no, no, no. I said, I said, let's take that thing apart right now. So I went up in his trailer and we took it apart and you know, there wasn't nothing wrong with that carburetor and come find out. I think it was an ignition problem that he found, you know, when uh, he got home. Yeah. yeah. But I, I thought, no, we, <laughs> when we give you something, we loan you something. It ain't cheated up, you know, and, and it works, and it yeah. works you know we'd, we'd run it on our car you know um so that's we, we if we beat you we want to beat you fair and square we don't want to you know exactly. handicap you by giving you a, a, <laughs> right. a part that you know that's going to fail on you yeah well guys awesome, i bet it's about time to eat some supper somewhere ain't it <laughs> randy ain't? can always eat uh, <laughs> he's always blaming you if, for everything if I, if, like his nephew sean says uh you know i'd probably be 100 pounds lighter if i didn't hang out with him every day god <laughs> you like to eat man that's it there's that's nothing right. wrong with that I mean, if you didn't eat you wouldn't live so you gotta eat yeah you have I mean, to eat mm -hmm. so you might as well gravy and biscuits in the morning Necessity. steak at lunch yeah i'm yeah. old timey i like all that i do too yeah breakfast at six lunch at 12 and I don't know what supper and then dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Six, twelve, six. Midnight oh, snack. Yeah. Well, man, <laughs> thank y'all for coming. Yeah, it, it, it's an honor to have y'all in here. Yeah, it's very cool. That was when everybody found out y'all were coming, they were tripping. They were like, "Are they really coming?" I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, they are, man." They That's are. why they had a press conference. <laughs> That's why we had a press conference. Well, we enjoyed it, and I, we appreciate it. That was fun. And, and thankful, um, you know, without friends and and time to to uh, tell stories and things like that you know that that's what makes racing fun yep. and y'all are definitely our friends man we've yep. it's been thank a, you much a, yep. a great honor to have met y'all a couple years ago and and now we see each other and it's we talk and have fun man it's awesome and and that's part of the fun thing about wearing overalls to the racetrack you know a lot of people they look at us and they're like man who are these hillbillies you know <laughs> and then you're sitting on top of the speed charts and you're like yeah i know them where those hill and yeah. 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 yeah that's what those guys thought last them. time yeah they're like these late model guys and they recognize us and know us and, yeah you know, call right. us the name yeah and you know it's awesome it's, it's a great it, feeling man it's yeah. kind of memorable though like the overall guys you know you <laughs> yeah i mean well, i mean that's how they stick out you know yeah that's like everyone has their own little their own thing and yeah. then we've I mean, got another guy that, that goes with us a lot of times, Cletus, and he, he wears overalls. So, you know, nice. there's a picture of us somewhere out there. It's all me, That's Randy, awesome. and Cletus all wearing mm -hmm. overalls. You know. That's awesome. And, uh, <laughs> Great. I love it. I'm going to have to go buy some overalls now. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jackson, yep, you come in late, but do you want to fire this mother up? Yeah, I might as well. Is this a Corey I kind of want to hang out for a while, though. I kind of just got here. I know. <laughs> well, we can hang out for another second because I want to say one more thing about broadleaf tree care oh yeah we got to throw put throw ben in there. ben oh my gosh i know he's been busy with all the ice going on and everything and so but anyway we want to give a shout out to broadleaf tree care one of our big sponsors for bubba's about broke yeah, they do is. professional tree removal mainly i think they're getting more into the commercial side of stuff now their business is growing a lot so i think they're doing a lot of commercial stuff whether it's stump grinding uh, emergency removals like with the ice we had last week um, you know, taking trees out of your yard, your business, whatever you need, anything that has to do with the tree, give Broadleaf Tree Care a call. You can call them at 615-574-4306. That's 574-4306. And just talk to Ben. He's the owner-operator. He's the man. Can't do this with you, Corey, you got that carburetor on this car? I, we can say I do. Well, it's on, <laughs> boys. Fire it up, Jack. Fire it up.
Sing it out of here, Ari. Don't have the money to pay my bills, but I'm headed to the track because I love the thrills. I'll take the green flag. Hope I don't choke. You can hear all about it on Bubba's Jack, tell them who's coming on the show next week. Next week, we're going to have Casey Williams on the show. Oh, my God. Yep, driver of the K5 <laughs> car. and That's uh, going to be fun. Yeah, he has 27 wins. He was second in points in 2020 in Road Warrior. And uh, he's a third-generation racer who started in 2006. I can't wait to so have we're going to have him in the studio. That's going to be pretty cool. And also, on the Dirt Podcast, we're going to have Russell Booth. He's, oh, yeah. He's going to be right. talking about Winterfest. That's who we're going to have on our Dirt Podcast next week. So, everybody tune in. We're out of here.